The Koigig pod. For me, it's difficult because if Chelsea aren't playing well or they need something to get someone to get them out of it, I don't think they have it. So I think they're in a difficult place. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. And they're off. Mark your card on Off the Ball. With Boyle Sports. Make this Cheltenham epic. 18 plus. Gamble responsibly. See gamblingcare.ie. Morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, the 14th of March. I'm John Duggan. Hope you're doing great. This is the Mark Your Card podcast with thanks to Ball Sports as we preview day one of the 2023 Cheltenham Festival. Yes, you're right. It is Christmas Day. It is Tuesday. This is what I feel is going to happen today. Can't wait for it. I'm going to preview in depth all seven races on this podcast. First of all, folks, I hope you have a great week. This is the Olympics jumps racing, 28 races, some top championship action. I hope you're relishing it. Hopefully another great year in store for the Irish jockeys, trainers, owners and punters. We had 18 winners here last year. Willie Mullins saddled 10 of them. The going is soft. It was raining all day here on Monday and I think it's going to be a soft ground festival because rain is expected as well throughout the week. But the ground is also in decent nick. A little bit of bare patches in certain parts of the course but they do a really, really good job here and it's not going to be a, a bog. It'll be soft ground but not good ground, not fast ground. to be soft ground here for the day one of the festival. We'll see if it dries out over the week. I'm going to get stuck into it with the seven race preview. The opening race to look ahead to is the champion hurdle at half three. So this is the big race of the day. And this is all about one horse, Constitution Hill. Hopefully a case of stepping back, folks, and watching a new superstar. A 22-length winner of the Supreme Novices Hurdle last year. That was a course record. His quickening round the bend was sensational. He's never won by less than 12 lengths since moving to track racing from the point scene. No issues with the ground. Will he come off the bridle? Will he be tested? Never has been. The only quirk is, since 1971, no Supreme winner from the previous year has won the champion the next year. The last horse to do so 52 years ago was Bula. That's a little bit of a quirk that Constitution Hill has to overcome. But he's the odds-on favourite. The only horse I think can beat him is State Man, trained by Willie Mullins. Great attitude, this horse, improving from a snug county hurdle win last year, a handicap, attempting to follow in Rooster Booster's footsteps from 20 years to go to make that transition to a champion hurdle winning horse. He jumps slickly. He can front run or be held up. He's won three grade ones this season. He lowered Honeysuckle's colours last time. The ground doesn't seem to be an issue. He'll ask the favourite a question, but how much of a question remains to be seen I like to move it I don't think it's good enough uh, Vauban is only 5 he's going to be great next year but hard to see where the improvement can come to beat State Man and Constitution Hill in the champion hurdle sit back and watch this folks this is not already a race to be betting in my advice no selection in the champion hurdle at half 3 I'm going to also give probably five picks today, but I'm not going to select one as well at the Supreme Novices Hurdle because I think it's an absolute nightmare. But I'm going to go through the horses and maybe give you uh, my kind of sense of my opinion. So Fasal Vega is the favourite. On last year's form, he sets the standard. Brilliant bumper horse for Willie Mullins. Paul Tennant will ride today, so he's keeping faith. But he went out like a light at Leperstown on his last run. He's got to put that behind him. He doesn't strike me as a natural hurdle horse. I feel it's really hard to back him with confidence at about 5-2 to two in a competitive race. Looking at the others here, Elite Tans and those excuses behind Fasal Vega and at Christmas. Then reversed the form in a more strongly run race and better ground at Leopardstown. He spent his juvenile career behind Vauban, 
Hard to judge how good he really is. Il Etetance. Marie Nationale is unbeaten, would probably prefer better ground. He's got a high cruising speed, but the form of the Royal Bond hurdle at Ferry has, has not worked out that well, and he can't afford to hit a hurdle as he did at the last there. That said, the hill may suit him here at Cheltenham. He's got a good attitude. His trainer Barry Connell is very confident. Tamuras is probably the best of the English. Seems a bit green, unbeaten this season. The ground will suit but does make mistakes. Hard to compare as well, the English and the Irish form. Paul Nichols trains this one. One would suspect we do have a better arsenal. Just looking through the others, high definition was a brilliant horse in the flat, rated 119 on the level. Promising hurdling debut at Leopardstown, but the jumping needs to be brushed up. He unseated last time out. He could be anything, but we just very hard to say. Dr. Bravo, huge confidence from Gordon Elliott's table about this one, who's a price. He could be one of the better outsiders. Gave Field Door and Sharjah run for their money at Goran Park last month. Far better form than behind Dark Raven at Christmas. Yeah, he's only started racing this season. Dark Raven, Diverge, Chasing Fire, they all have questions in certain aspects of their profile to answer. They could also win. It's one of these races that I find very difficult to work out, these uh, Supreme Novices hurdle. And therefore, I'm going to stick it out. You don't have to have a bet, folks. I'm going to just watch this Supreme Novices hurdle. And if Fasal Vega can bounce back to form, you'd have to think he's probably going to win the race. But... I can't have him. I can't have Fasal Vega in the Supreme Novices hurdle, which probably means he's going to win. Okay, that's the first uh, race out of the way. I do have a selection in the Oracle Chase. So this is at 210. So El Fabiolo is the favourite. He's been backed on Monday. Huge engine, bound and clear in a strongly run race at Leopardstown. Trained by Willie Mullins. The hill will not be an issue. He's not ground dependent either, but he's never run at Cheltenham and I'm not convinced by his jumping. The Oracle Chase is a test over two miles of jumping ability. John Bond edged Al Fabiolo by neck at Aintree last year. It made a good start to his chasing career with two slick wins, but he didn't appear to relish a battle last time out at Warwick against Calico. And I wonder if he's got a glass jaw, John Bond. I'm not so sure he's good as they think he is. Thysar Dynamo might win this in a certain way if Danny Mullins, his jockey, can maybe give him a breather because this horse is a bit of a headbanger and I say that in a nice way. He'll try to burn them off from the front by using his jumping, which is good. And that is possible. Will he be ridden with more restraint? Possibly. The ground will be fine for him. I just feel he might set it up for a finisher. And I think that finisher could be saint Roi. Trained by Willie Mullins, ridden uh, by Mark Walsh at the colours of J.B. McManus in this race at 210 The Oracle. Needs to jump less deliberately and overcome an unseat in his last run. But he does have class. He was fourth in the champion hurdle. He won a race at Cheltenham before that a handicap and he's a course and distance winner obviously out of that. His jumping will determine his chance but I think He's got the class, maybe Satra at a price of eight to one to be in the mix here each way when they're looking at what there's eight runners here and a few of them are absolute rags in terms of they don't have a chance like Strawfan Jack, Efren, Fizz, Bally Breeze, impossible to make a case of them. Hollow Games, you could make an outside case for him and that he won well at Navan in November, jumping and travelling well. But then he was beaten 22 lengths behind Satra at Christmas, ran moderately in the Martin Pipe race last year. Has got a place chance with Hador. He's got jumping questions to answer, form questions held by Al Fabiolo and Hurdles form. So you're really looking at four horses, I think, here. Maybe a fifth with Hollow Games, but Sartre for me is the each way selection in the Arkle Chase at a price of about eight to one. The Ultima Handicap Chase is coming up at 250. We're looking at a few horses here that I kind of picked out. Fast or slow is maybe going to break a bad Irish record in this race. Martin Brassel trains, could be the best handicapped horse in the field. He was narrowly touched off in the Carl Cup last year on soft ground. Um, does he have enough chasing experience? He's been running in like top races at grade 1s. Martin Brattle knows that. I don't know that. Uh, the ground will suit. The trip should suit. He could be the class horse in the race. He could absolutely just take these to the cleaners, fast or slow. But 
hard one to, to work out. The big breakaways, of course, in distance winner will like the Grand, second in the Welsh National. But is this a prep race for entry? He's got a lot of weight to carry as well. Into overdrive, I like him. He's progressive. He's genuine. Just wonder if he's in the grip of the handicapper. Does he want better ground as well? Last seen at Christmas when he beat Sands Russian. And the form of that race has worked out really well. He's a good jumper and stayer. Will the weight just cost him victory? Nasalam, things in his favour here. Jumping and going. He's only six. The weight is Fair, I think, off 11.3. Will he stay three miles? That's the question. Gary Moore's horse, Nassalam. Mondek Genius has only had eight runs and he's won his last three. How far ahead of the handicapper is he? John Joe O'Neill trains a good jumper. He's one on soft. Will he also stay? I think he will. 10 stone 13 seems fair. Oscar Elish has got a chance off 10 stone 12, but he was third off 10 stone a year ago. He won the Reynolds Town chase in his last start. He likes Cheltenham. Second in an Albert Bartos hurdle, a novice hurdle. At the festival, the ground is fine for him. And then at the bottom, off 9 stone 9, uh, Paul John Gilligan's horse, Glamorgan Duke from the west of Ireland. Six pounds well in, won a Leopardstown chase in the past. Ran well on his penultimate run. May not get home in the ground, but I think he could go well at a price 50, 66 to 1, Glamorgan Duke. So I'm looking at this race, the ultimate handicap chase at 250. The one I'm kind of probably going to go for is Mondek Genius, this John Joe horse, at about 9 to 1 each way. I like the fact that he's a progressive profile. He jumps well. I think he stays. I think the ground is fine. Mondek Genius at about 9 to 1 is my probably my each way pick out of this one. Um, but I do think Glamorgan Duke is worth a look at uh, maybe for a euro each way, about 50 to 1, 66 to 1, because I think he'll give you a run for his money. Like when you look at the horses here at the top, like the big breakaway, 11 stone 10 versus 9 stone 9 on Glamorgan Duke. So you never know, fast or slow, might just take these apart. But I just don't think it's as simple as that in one of these big field handicap chases. The Mare's Hurdle is at 4.10 and the nap here is Marie's Rock in terms of this race. Um, probably not my nap of the day um, because I can change my mind and I'll probably change my mind between seconds here. So, But I do think Marie's Rock will win this. So I think this is a very competitive Mare's Hurdle. It'll be great. Two and a half miles. The story about this is Honeysuckle. It's her last race. It's great to see her. Uh, hopefully go out uh, on her with a win. Uh, we'd all think love to see that more so than whoever we pick. She won the race in 2020, then two champion hurdles. What a superstar. Rachel Blackmore, the mayor. What a great story it is. Kenny Alexander, Henry de Bromhead trains. Uh, but suffering her first defeats of the career this season suggests to me that at nine years of age, she's maybe in decline and she retired as we know after the race. So I think she's also better at two miles, but I do hope she wins, but I'm not so sure if she will. Uh, Epitant has done nothing wrong. AP McCoy has spoken positively about her well-being and he connected with the Henderson Yard um, she's formed to overturn against both Honeysuckle and Marie's Rock from last season that would maybe just make me question her ability to win this uh, Echoes and Rain could be a definitely a live outsider at 10 or 11 to 1 she may have improved because she was running really well behind Teopu in the Hatton's Grace hurdle in December she was hampered in this race last year she's ground to make up on Marie's Rock six and a half lengths but maybe she's improved Echoes and Rain running well on the flat in the autumn Brandy Love's best performance was a fairy house last year when showing a decent turn of foot to slam Love Envoie. There's been money for her today, but she has thrown in ordinary displays and jumpies not always fluent from her. Appeared rusty behind Queen's Brook last time, hard to pin down. In terms of Love Envoie, the issue with her is that she's decided to overturn the form with Brandy Love from last year. That creates doubt in terms of backing her, but the ground will suit her. She's a great mare. She won the novices race last year at the festival. She likes this ground, the heavy ground. And she's also won over the distance. Queensbrook is a very difficult to get your handle on. Hard to get fit, according to Gordon Eddie, her trainer. Talented in our day. Second in the race last year. But you'll need to improve to beat Marie's Rock. A theatre girl. I can't really have beaten a Christmas and soft ground in a handicap hurdle. You can't really.
really back her confidence. The ones I like, she wears it well, maybe overpriced on the basis of her Leperstown win over the distance last time out, beaten by Marie's Rock at Punchestown last spring. Maybe they tried to handicap her and realised she was better than that. But the one I like is Marie's Rock to win. She sets the standard. She beat the males in the Relkiel Hurdle at Cheltenham last time. She won this race last year, has got a great turn of foot and a really gutsy attitude. Wore down Epitone last year at Punchestown. She looks to have improvement in her. I think she's a worthy favourite and ground is not an issue for her and she backed on Monday Marie's Rock for Nicky Henderson in the Mare's Hurdle. The Boodles Juvenile Handicap Hurdle I think is a race that you probably want to be staying clear of if you're going to be looking to have a bet. There's a few that have attracted money today. So Takao, uh, third in the grade one behind the Triumph Hurdle contenders. He's been backed to train by William Mullins, who's never won the race in the colours of J.B. McManus. Biker Charles Burns, a really big horse, won at Nace in January. Only 10 stone seven on the jockey's back. And uh, he's been backed as well. And also the horse of Rachel Blackmore's riding, Bad, has been backed. Ben Pauling trains this. Won a race in Bordeaux in November, but has never raced in the UK. But there's been money for it. This is a race that has got, what, 22 runners. Very difficult to work out. The likes of Sundial Metamorphous have got each way chances Sir Allen's got a really good profile he's won his last two races at Punchestown and Nace Perseus Way not so sure if the ground will suit him McTighe the top one won a great two at all time heavy ground last October has done nothing since the ones I like are from the Gordon Elliott stable because he's had three winners of the race in the, in the past Ludus is about 33 to 1 an eye-catching win at Limerick at Christmas Jordan Gainford rides him and Michael O'Sullivan rides um, Jazzy Matty who I think has definitely got a, a bit of a squeak in this one, Jazzy Matty in the uh, Caldwell Construction Colours. So this horse is just, just kind of feel that with the, the headgear on and the fact he's got a nice low weight of 10 stone, nine and three pounds off with the claimer. I think maybe Jazzy Matty might be a, a, a small each way bet, might be worth that, about 14, 16 to one on Jazzy Matty in this Boodles Juvenile Handicap Hurdle, but not a really race to get involved in. Like if you're trying to back a winner of that with confidence, you're, you're, I think you're, you're pretty foolish. <laughs> okay. We're going to look now at the, finally at the amateur jockey's chase, the novice's chase, over three miles and six furlongs at half five. Um, Guyard de Manil is about an even money favourite, sets the standard, a decent finishing third in the Brown Advisory on soft last year. That was the novice's chase over three miles. This is an extra six furlongs. He's still a novice, ran well in the Irish Grand National, was third in that. But just one win from eight, so maybe a suspicion. He always finds one too good. And the most likely winner is this horse, Guyard de Manil, for Willie Mullins on ratings. But I don't think he's a betting proposition at even money. In a chase, over three miles to six, a chance them on soft ground chemical energy i think the ground is gone for him uh kuvala has been money for that today uh four wins in a row over fences unbeaten and chris gordon's horse so maybe a trip and testing ground is what he needs but he's got 17 pounds to find on guyard de manil matter mission jump poorly at chatham in the autumn barry o'neill the jockey has got off him uh tenzing as an interesting newcomer who's been running consistently well um, has formed to overturn with matter mission mr coffee's a good horse still a maiden over fences unlucky in the kim your last year when second entered in the grand national needs to get his head in front of akira can't really back that with confidence the one i'm going for is manella crooner barry o'neill as i said never had a chapman winner gordon elliott trains this one he's a galloper this horse he's a stain type will go on the ground he ran well as a novice hurdler last season especially leperstown behind manella crooner i think he'll stay all day i think he's a good jumper i think he's won over three miles he's got a nice resolution i think manella crooner at seven to one around there there thereabouts is a good each way bet against the favorite here guy to manil so to wrap this up 
what we're looking at for opening day at Cheltenham. Uh, no selections in the champion hurdle or supreme novice hurdle. Arkle Chase, I'm looking at Sarwa each way, about 8-1. to one. The ultimate handicap chase, the likes of faster, slower, Monbeck Genius maybe each way in that one. Marie's Rock, I think, will win the Mare's hurdle. The Boodle's hurdle, I really don't really have that much of a strong opinion. Maybe Jazzy Mashi each way, but 14s or 16s. But I do like Manila Crooner each way in the last race, the half five, the amateur novices which is over about three miles and six furlongs. So what I'm going to do is confirm the charity bets in our digital show, OTBAM, at 8.45 a.m. on Tuesday. You'll get them there, and then before lunchtime on offtheball.com. So that is the preview of Tuesday at Cheltenham. Thanks to Ball Sports. If you're going to get involved with the flutter, folks, please do so responsibly. Enjoy the racing. Have a great day. We'll chat tomorrow on the Market Card Podcast. Looking forward to all of Wednesday's action at the Cheltenham Festival. And they're all. Mark your card on Off The Ball. With Boyle Sports, make this Cheltenham epic. 18 plus, gamble responsibly. See gamblingcare.ie.